I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Gary gets here, walks across the dead ball line, now sprints back for Manly. Up he goes, changes direction. This is Rugby League, folks. Have a look at it. Links up with Cherry Evans. And still on for Manley. Away from Hess. Kicks in field. Look who's there. Tom Trump. Hello, welcome to the SC Play Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Pat and George from Morgan's Choice SCW. I'm your host, Tim Williams. We're back for NRL Supercoach Round 18. And I've got a very... A very chipper Supercoach spy with me. Not chipper because his team's flying as such, but chipper because he brought in Sean Johnson last week, panicking that he was going to put the mocker on him, injure him, and ruin it for him. But not only did you not break him, spy, but he punched out another ton. He saved my ass. I'll tell you that. <laughs> SJ Friday night. Um, I mean, it's not really about Supercoach, is it? It's about Sean Johnson and the Warriors marching towards the title in 2023. <laughs> I was going to go get myself. I've never owned a Sean Johnson Warriors jersey. Like I'm going to go get one this week for the potty. I didn't get time, but next week, I know if, if anyone out there knows where I can get a player's replica jersey, like the ones that fit perfect, shout out, please, because I'm getting SJ on the back straight out to Peter Wins. Go back and, and get, go back and get the, I think it's the 2011 one, the, the white and black strip with SJ on it as a young buck. I reckon good, that, that, that's the jersey. Yeah. I'll just run around the streets throwing no-look Scotty Prince's past Cooper Cronk like the prelim <laughs> final. Sorry, guys, back into it. Uh, I am fired up. I do, like, sport-wise, I'm so excited about the Warriors and SJ. Um and I did end up bringing him Friday Arvo after a chat with uh, NRL Physio, my, my mate. And, you know, I actually called him when SJ scored. I'm like, I've met him for a couple of years at Magic Ground. We've exchanged some texts, some texts, sorry. And I just straight on the blower to him. And he has, he's just laughing. I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I had to call <laughs> when he scored. Um, did you just say exchange some texts? Some texts, not some not with an S. Oh, I was asking some text. The only bloke I've heard say that in my life is Ricky Stewart. So you're, you're there with him now. I was meant to say texts. I, I can't, apparently I can't say that word. Um, Supercoach wise, I was flying early. So I had the VC on him as well. 112, you ripper. And then it still just ended up a bad week. It's like nothing is happening this year for me. And I've gone back and had a look at it just to make sure I wasn't 
bugger anything too much up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty happy with everything I've done to date. I had a little note, like it was very viable that I could have owned um, DWZ, who we'll get to, Chansey and Gutho last weekend. Like very viable. I ended up having none of them. Like normally you, know, you might own three, two or one of them. Mm. Somehow I ended up with zero. They all went off. Um, I've still got Ellie Katoa there. Not playing. I brought in Reese Walsh just as an attack move that after Sean Johnson. That, that had ton written all over yeah, it. Yeah, so I made the SJ move. I'm like, I'll get on the attack, get on the ascendancy here. So I brought Reese in for Hosking. Ended up losing 25 points and probably wasting a trade. Got like, on the attack oh. with Clem. Yeah, 22 points. Did you? Did, oh no, you had the VC. Clem skipped for 22 Poor points. Clem skipped him. And you know what? <laughs> if the ref genuinely thought he was saying that to him, he must have been a little bit in doubt because he probably would have got sent off. I oh, know, I he thought the exact same. Anyway, we'll, we'll find out about that tonight. The, the, the hearing for Rishi Walsh tonight with... So for anyone that did bring him in, if he does end up getting a few weeks that and becomes a sell, that'll be a real, real dagger. Also with us tonight, it's just the two, two of us on the bar this week, so we're calling back in from the other uh, doldrums. Matty the Waterboy. Matty, how are you, mate? Timmy, how are you? Um, I actually brought in SJ a couple of weeks ago um, <laughs> after for Croker's 300th game. So that's uh, probably the the only positive that's gone on with my team in the last month. But <laughs> Just I'm glad. making Supercoach look easy. I'm glad there. to. I'm glad that we're going to start. I'll, I'll open with that one. But yeah, unfortunately for me, my my team the last couple of weeks just I had an absolute shocker last week. Put it that way. I'd Reece Walsh is my captain. Um, Cody Walker. Just I just had a lot of players that all my all my like pods just were shit, basically. Put <laughs> so. it this way, mate. As a bloke over invested in Bunny's players as their number one fan, it just wasn't the week for Supercoach. It was not the week for nah. Supercoach for South at all. So <laughs> yeah, look, not 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 a good week, but again, I I'll I'll hang my head on the Sean Johnson thing. That's right. It's a good call. Just uh, quickly, I also if VC hadn't have been on Shawnee, while she would have been my captain. So I got away with a bit of murder there. A win so there. It could have been worse. It was a mixed style weekend, but yeah. For the Mighty Kuma Stallions, 1,171 points. I thought by that, I was going to see some green arrows with that. I thought it was a really good score. Sort of doing the, the Sunday night, check across three or four leagues, looking across some good coaches there to, to sort of work out roughly what par's going to be. I thought it was pretty good. Drop 500 spots. So yeah, I think we underestimated how many people own Chansey for a start. Yeah. Just a lot. Um, and there's just a smattering of people with your DWZs and, like, you get those sort of scores and you, you ain't catching that round. Yeah, so 30, down to 3,300th overall. So still not in a bad spot, but uh, sort of been saying for about four or five, six weeks now, just meandering around that two to 3,000 mark and can't seem to, to get away, uh, get higher than it, I suppose. So a little drop, but still not too badly poised. Definitely need to get on the attack if we're going to be looking at any sort of top 100 finishes spy. But well set up, plenty of time to go. So we move on and look to NRL Supercoach round 18. This week's show, key takes from Team List Tuesday. A pretty generous team, Team List Day. Far better than last week for us. Our topic for the show is going to be our long-term trade plan. You're one of the best, uh, most most in-depth, critical planners that I know in Supercoach circles. We'll have a chat about who we're looking at getting back into our team post-origin period how we're going to do that, all the important questions there, the hot topics, do we go now on camera month start, do we wait till after the origin period, and around 18 trade and skipper plans, and then our listener questions. Guys, SC Playbook subscription package, 10 rounds left of the season. 
subscription price drop. Full packages down to $40 for the BBL, AFL, and NRL seasons. NRL packages down to $30 for the rest of the NRL season. It gives you access to extra premium articles each and every single week on the website. Access to a subscriber-only WhatsApp chat, late mail, team advice, contributor-only yarns, our updated trades all through that, Q&A podcast questions, stacks on there. To do so, head to scpaper.com.au and find the subscription tab in our menu. Spy, get stuck into the team list. And Murata Niakora out for three weeks due to suspension. Brings into contention one of your boys. Now, Murata was facing three to four weeks. He ended up, I think, taking the three-week ban. It brings Josh Curran into the starting side at 410k. Now, not a buy probably for this week with a 105 break, even just wanting to see minutes. But with the Warriors playing round 20, uh, round 19, the second, third major buy, and I should say, it, like Curran, we know what he's scoring up. So he's when he plays 60, uh, sorry, 80 minutes. So if he does come play 80 minutes this week, scores well, drops that break even. It might just be a game too short, uh, Neocora being out. Yeah, probably the issue with uh, Joshy Curran is he, he might look juicy next week, but it just depends if you want to get stuck with someone in the mid-300s, I guess, moving forward when Neocora does come back. So there's a bit of risk there. There is well, upside, I think if though. you're doing it, you'd be hoping that he puts a few scores on across three games. Not think anything big, but to go 500-plus, then you could trade him. Uh, but, yeah, I said just a game short of that 80-minute roll. Yeah, reassess next week, but unfortunately so. Spy, a dagger for you. Still no Eli Katoa from that, that cut on the eye, whatever that was. So a real dagger for those who held on to him. I fortunately sold him a few weeks back. Nelson Sofa-Solomona named on the edge again where he played 75 minutes last week for 90 points. Nass is the one that just teases and teases and he always tempts. You always get questions around him, but he's never been super much relevant because he can never string... Good scores together, but I don't think it's him not stringing the scores together. I think it's that Belliac prefers not to play him in big minutes. So, look, if he stayed on the... I think at a start on the bloke potty yesterday, I think in games he's played over 50-odd minutes this year, the Storm of 5 from 5 and pretty comfortably. If he's kept that edge roll where he's been pretty dominant, like, he could be super coach elite, but just never manages to back it up. He's super tempting, isn't he? Um, oh. I mean, you've got Elliot to... to Katoa, sorry, due back hopefully soon enough. Uh, he probably comes into the right edge. I've always been an advocate of the big fella on an edge. Obviously, he's so damaging. You can still use him in the middle as you need, but we just don't know what's going to happen. So makes it really tricky to buy him, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Keep an eye on him, though. See what he does this week on the edge and his minutes. Uh, and then following Melbourne's bye next weekend, if he gets named on the edge when Eli Katoa's back, keep an eye on him, but... Uh, I don't think so. At Penrith, their origin stars return. Shout out to Tyrone Peachy last week. He's been just one of my buyers of the season, the Peach. And watching over a few scoos last Saturday night, scored a double, set one up, over 100 points. He's up to about 550k. The gift that keeps on giving. Zach Hosking also came in and started on a week where we all probably needed numbers. Uh, both back to the extended bench now with pa- uh, pa- oh, Penrith, I should say, origin stars back. Their cells, whenever it suits your team. Yeah, just on the page, I was chatting to you earlier in the week, but I had a quick look. I always look through the playbook because as much as I want you guys to do well, I still want to beat you myself. We're all <laughs> competitors. And I'm like, how did Tim, how'd Tim put 60 or 70 on me this week? I was sort of going okay. Didn't think he killed it. I had a look. There was one matchup that decided it was Peaches 105 versus Walsh's 22. That's the difference. If that goes the other way around, I bet you by 80, and it just shows how fickle a game it can be, but how quickly it can turn. So... Well done, one up there on me, and uh, we'll roll on into the next What did you score, Spy? 
literally 60 less than you. So whatever you got, I got 60 less. 1170. Yeah. The week wasn't that bad, mate. That bit dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. But yes, I do think they can be moved on anytime soon. Canelli Lemuelu has been benched again for the Dolphins. I sold him off <coughs> last week. J- Jeremy Marshall King, there's lots of questions around him. He's named to return from injury. I think you just hold Marshall King. And Lemuelu, I think you were an owner and you held through last week. Yeah. Don't feel great about it, but 55 on the edge. He did come on yeah, and played straight through, which is okay. He looks a little bit bigger than he did earlier in the season. I don't know if he's carrying something potentially. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some shade at poor old Lemuelu. I love him, but I mean, a little bit bigger in terms of not fat shaming him, but physically he's not <laughs> he's not moving as well laterally. Hope Canelli um, doesn't listen to this podcast. Hope he does. Fire up, big fella. No, I'm a huge fan. There's a reason I bought and yeah. held you. Um, his footwork doesn't seem to be the, what it was earlier in the season. So I don't know if that's an injury-related thing or what's going on, but that was cause for concern because if he's playing his 55-60 with how damaging he's been, it doesn't worry me as much. But if he's not going to be breaking the line like he has been, it sort of puts him in a bit of a tricky hole position. But they got the buy next week. I'm just going to ride it and see where we land with as that. As in they play the buy next yeah. week. Sorry, is. they play so the So you're going the to hold one. through the buy round? I think I have to now. I'm one week away. Um, and then, you know what, his dual position, I'll probably just hold him on the back row slash centre bench for the rest of the year mm. and hope he returns to some bigger minutes. Mm. But it's tricky. I just don't know if there's... How, how are you set up for round 19? Because my numbers look pretty good. I've already got 12 or 13 for it. Do you need to carry him through it or not? Because I, I think he's a sell. He's my 13th, but what I don't want to do is use trades to get him out you and then get, get someone through, else in. Get his 30 or 40 next week, but not burn a trade to get someone for that game. Exactly. Burn yeah, a trade okay. for that. That's, it's more around trades than anything. If I had, had 20 trades spare... I'd sell him for sure and I'd get someone else in, but you're going to get someone in for the buy. Then you might have to sell them after. I just don't like messing around too much with trades. He could come out and score 70 next week mm. and be be magic. So, yeah, it's a bit frustrating, but it is what it is this point of the season. You've got to pick your battles a little bit. Rajab st- starts over Oluwapu for the doggies in the halves. Can you get a look at uh, him there this week in his first, I believe, starting role in the NRL? Dane Gagai out for the Knights. Blow for any pod hunters who did jump on Gagai. Ruben Garrick remains at fullback for Manly. Big, big win there. I mean, we sort of suspected he would, but good to have it confirmed. As Manly, welcome back. Gerbo, Burbo, Saab, Parker, Tualangi. So don't panic on uh, Garrick or any Manly players. We will get to Garrick a little bit later, but... They've got a lot of players coming back from that side uh, for a home game this week. Joseph Suwali'i Spire, back on the wing, 394k. Sandon Smith has been goal-kicking. Suwali'i might goal-kick now. He was kicking, obviously, before he Mm. was suspended. Averaged 56 points on the wing last year. The wings he spot in both NRL and in Supercoach. Look, Roos have the bye next week, so you probably wait a week on him, but... Oh, God, he's cheap for, for what we know he can do. And he's still probably outside Manu, isn't he? Right edge, I would imagine. Yeah. Goal kicking. The way I sort of see it, without having thought it deeply through, 56 last year, Roosters are struggling. Maybe that goes back to like 40, 45, but then he goal kicks. Yeah. So straight away, you maybe you're back to that 55 average already. Tempting. I know it's a big mm. if, but if the Roosters can hit a bit of form again, you pick up like 394k. The lack of major buy-in coverage is the issue, but gee, it could pay yeah. off. And look, if Manu Manu's back at right centre now, he's he could be the key there. So, Maddie, I'll throw to you, Joseph Suwali'i back on the wing this week. How do you see that? Do you like the transition going back from centre to wing, or where do you like him best? I think it's absolute no-brainer. Mm-hmm. I think the 
I mean, it was all well and good for everyone, including me, to say the start of the year. He's an absolute freak, put him at centre, but it just didn't seem to work for him, really. I think um, putting him back on the wing is the way to go. Supercoach output-wise, more runs, you'd think. Hopefully, it's more tackle bust. At a pretty dirt-cheap price, do you see him as a buyer or the Roosters just way too unconvincing at the moment? Also, I know he was outside Joey Manu for the majority of last year when he scored well, but... Manu is glue hands. Like, he doesn't like to pass the ball. Yeah, 100%. I, mm, it's a tough one because he, we know what he can do, but I just don't, I don't, the way he's played this year, I don't trust him to get back to his best. And more importantly, I don't trust the Roosters to get out of this form slump. It's, it's been this form slump for 18 weeks yeah. now. So, yeah, I'd probably be steering clear. He looks like a bit, a bit like a bloke going to Union, doesn't he? He, oh, he looks like a bloke with <laughs> $1.6 million ready to Locked come straight in. at him. Yeah. Yeah. I might vouch for Matty because he is a South fan, so I don't know if you can truly trust what he says about the Chooks. That's a you, really good call. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. It's, it's not a form slump. There's, Correct, yeah. They're not playing. Yeah, you've got to get to a point where you yeah. stop calling a form slump. Yeah. Um, for what it's worth, I'm not even looking at Surly this weekend. If he looks really good on return... It's Round 20 situation. after the bye. Yeah, maybe for the run home. Agreed. Uh, still on the Roosters, Nafahu White, 300 grand, negative break-even name to start on the edge. Angus Crichton, Egan Butcher, both out. Crichton, a more lengthy injury. Egan Butcher, I believe, was a concussion. May only miss a week there. Victor Bradley named on the edge as well. Uh, I probably wouldn't get sucked into a trap here. Nat Butcher named <coughs> on the extended bench. I'd expect Nat. If he doesn't come in this week, then we'll wait for the Roosters' next game. Come back in on an edge. Egan Butcher probably comes back in on an edge. So White would have to lock in a starting role there. And look, if it happens, happy to be proven wrong. But it seems logical to me. Bit of trap city there, isn't it? Yeah. Could happen, but yeah. Risky. Could happen, but unlikely. I'm not risking a trade on that. Spy, it's better for team news today, which is a nice easy one for us. Let's get on to our long-term trade plan and, and we get... So many questions about people asking, what are you doing on the run home? And what are you doing? <clears throat> Who are the must-haves that you need to get back in post-origin or that you want to? You know, how many trades are you going to need to facilitate this? And it's, it's best just to knock it off in one topic. What are our plans? We've both gone <clears throat> through it this week. Namely, the players that we want to get back in and how we're situated. So I'll start with you, mate. And, and let's start with who are the must-have players that you need to get back into your team? Can I actually talk you straight through my plans? You can do whatever you so like. So I've though. written it down. Spending a bit of time with Diavo. It's super coach gets a little bit harder with a three-year-old, but I put Spider-Man on. I'm like, mate, I need an hour. <laughs> just, just give me an hour, mate. <laughs> I, I, need, so like, I don't know how I'm going to get these blokes back in. This is what I've come up with. I'll talk you through my plans, and I'm, I'm left with a conundrum, which a lot of people will be. So round 20, <clears throat> Damien Cook out. Harry Grant in. The reason for that, I'd actually prefer to hold Cook and not waste a trade to Harry, but mm. he's got to buy round 20. So if you don't have hooker coverage, you're going to need something there. So he has to have another Who's buyer. Who's Sonny. Oh, yep. you're still on this. A lot of Sonny owners yep. still out there. I mean, able to get rid of so him. So I am, and I don't see how I'm feasibly yeah. going to get rid of him. So basically Harry comes back in round 20. I need him to play the year out. There's every chance he does, but if an injury hits, I'll reassess Can you not the just time. flip? Sonny? Like, I don't get me wrong. I know that's not as easy You're to about to find out why I can't flip yeah. Sonny. Because <laughs> I want everyone I like else. To, yeah, okay, go. <clears throat> I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it derails this plan. Yeah, yeah. Got 190k in the bank exactly, right? right how, now. how many trades do you have left? Oh, sorry, 13. 
13 in hand, 190. Before this week. Yes. Yep. Yep. Got Reese Walsh back last weekend, so I've got him and Buller at fullback. Cook to Harry is about an even money trade, 190k in the bank still. Round 20, that's my first trade. Second trade, and this could change. You can sort of flip who you want to do in the rounds, but SJ to Cleary, probably need about 60k to do that, unless SJ just keeps going bananas, hopefully yeah. it does. But I'll sort of bank on him not going totally nuts because I don't want to, you know, bank on money I don't have. Leaves me 130k spare and 11 trades. Sweet, happy days. Round 21. And again, these players can change a little bit depending on form and it's injuries. All, whenever we do these long-term yep. plans, don't start critiquing <coughs> when it changes in four weeks' time. Like Injuries happen, you know, origin stuff happens. But in order to figure things, it out. Things change, yeah. but it is a guide for to get blokes back in your team. Yep. I have to pick someone to yep. trade out yep. as a plan. So Preston to Fafida. I'd need about 200k for that. Leaves me 70k short. And the same week, I really want to get Schuster up to Munster. That's another 270k, so I'm 340k short and nine trays. So straight away you go, how are you going to do that? Like, well, you've got a boost in hand, well played. I've thought about this. That's where your boost comes in really handy. You can downgrade someone who you don't need. Told you that 18, do that 18 rounds ago, mate. Yeah, but luckily I'm ahead of the game. <laughs> I don't need trades in the next two weeks. I'm not planning to. I'll Burn use... through your boost, they all said. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do my downgrade early. Before Origin or in round 19, yep. I'm going to do my downgrade. So the way I see it, I'm going to have to either downlay, download, download a couple of winners. Uh, <laughs> downgrade Kepi for 200k, uh, just to enough. I don't really have any enough, so that's how I'll do it. Or this is where Eli Katoa now comes in. I'm probably just going to go Eli Katoa straight down to enough at 200k, 300, free up that sort of 350, 400k for I now. I think at some point with the, the, you know, the amount of people... People need to get back in. They, someone's gonna, everyone's gonna have to trade a, you know, a six-ish hundred k player Someone to enough good. to get that four hundred k work. And that's probably how I'll do it. I'd prefer to do it in one because it's just one trade. Then. Of course, yeah. If everything then goes to plan, I should be able to get all four of those guys back in just in the budget. From there, Buller to Latrell, but that's a long way away. Latrell's still got to come back, look yeah. good. Let's see what Buller's worth. I'm gonna hold him. That leaves me eight trades, so that cash is tight. Now, what I could do early is Schuster to Munster. I've got it penciled in for round 21, but I might look at that now and say, I'm already downgrading Katoa this week. Maybe I'll just get Munster back now. Just make it happen. Free up the trades post-origin. Give me an extra number this week. Get rid of Schuster. Go from there. But in short, that's what I'm looking at. So I'm pretty tight with that Katoa downgrade with eight trades, probably not much cash, but in a pretty good spot. Tino and Haas are the ones that miss out for me. I've got a pretty good front row in like Tohu Harris, Tarpany and Corey Horsburgh. Uh, and there are trades left to try and get them back in, but you've got to prioritise who you want because it might not happen with injuries. So it's kind of the rough plan, mate, of how I'm looking. Mm. And the conundrum is how am I going to get that cash when I want to go for feeder months to these guys? So you should have your final team <coughs> uh, with about seven or eight trades left, did you say? If I take out... Near, near enough, your final about team. About eight, yep, which is pretty good, I think. And by what round? About round, end of round 21-ish. Uh, pending Latrell, he's kind of on the weight, the weight market, but yeah, yep. round 21. So here's the issue, and you, you're not going to have it if you've got boost, but I can get those four guys in over rounds 20 and 21. 
But if you need to downgrade someone in that period as well, you're going to have to wait an extra week on the guns and the season's getting shorter. You want them as long as possible. So I think have a look into round 19. If you're not using three trades, which I'm thinking most of us probably aren't, just have a little look. If someone's sitting there and you can do it a week early, just get rid of them, free the funds. Just to get that cash. Bid reader roll. That's when not having a boost um, you can get around. Well, I sort of may pull the trigger on that in the last couple of weeks. To be fair, it's for Fida, who who I need to get back. But I'm going into this week with 14 trades and 350k in the bank. So it's a bit of a war chest. And we'll get to him a bit more in detail soon. But Cameron Munster, who for the same reason, I have concerns around him as a buy, but I'm also like, he's a season keeper. Happy to get him in. Uh, You know, he'll miss next week due to Origin and then hopefully backs up. But it's the Saturday game again after Origin 3. So could miss two weeks in a row. But at the end of the day, he's one trade. He's there for the season. You've done it. And just on that, like, this might come across as, as a joke with Munster in terms of him getting on the drink, but they've had their celebration and origin. For sure. That if he hadn't rested yet, if yeah. he didn't rest last week, I'd be a little bit like a bit of a concern. But because he had last week off, I feel I would feel better about bringing him in this week because there's far more chance that he backs up. Yeah, he doesn't have to go out the game after origin three, the night after, and get right amongst it. They've had their celebration, so... I suspect you'll play that round. As in, like, good luck telling him not to, but they'll, <laughs> they'll try. Oh, we'll dust him up in game three. Nothing to celebrate, surely. So I've got... There's 4.5 players that I, I would like to really get back in, and they are Nathan Cleary, Dave Fafida, Cameron Munster, and then one of Tino <laughs> Haas. Yep. So I currently have Torhu and... Uh, Torhu in the front row with Joe Tarpanay. I have Samuel Afainu and Frank the Tank Pele still there. <clears throat> Amazing. So the, the dual position updates came in. Finu, I mean, it was going to happen, but a good reminder, Finu went got the dual to our front row forward. Yep. So Finu doesn't play again this season, seemingly on the outer with Manly after being a starting back row about three weeks. So it sounds like potentially he's leaving the club. Things are going on there. Not even in the extended squad this week. Mm-hmm. Becomes that enough because he's got the dual front row, second row forward which is probably enough position I would have, not probably, if I was bringing in enough later on this season, it would have been two RF front row forward. Yep. So, ideal. <clears throat> so, yeah. Because I'll be, I've only got two quality front rowers, I'm not, I'll need to bring one back up to those guys. Torhu Harris has a bye later on in the season. Yep. You know, injuries happen, things happen. So, it'll be between Tino and Haas. Lean slightly towards preferring Tino but he's also substantially more expensive. So mm. around about round 20, round 2021, I'll look to bring one of those two and then have a three gun forwards to rotate between two or three of them, maybe play all three of them. Beautiful. Uh, and then Cam Munster, who spoke about. So I only really need four blokes back in my team and then I'm really happy. Throw in there Cameron Murray, who's 460K. He'll miss round 19 to origin. Had the buy in round 20, hopefully back fit and fine for round 21 at about 450, 460k. Yeah. So if you've got a 650k player, you'll be able to downgrade him and free up cash and get what Can I believe to be a keeper. Be beautiful. So he's anyone there. So the four that I need to get in, the four that we'll be going for for them guys over time will be Moses, Peachy, Hosking, and Crossland. Uh, Billy Smith as well at some stage. One of them will probably be enough downgrade to free up some <coughs> cash. Yep. So the way I'm sitting essentially. Four players I want in. I should be able to do it because I've got a 350k war chest at the moment in five trades. It might take six, depending on how things play out. But depending on what Dave Fafita does this week, he's still got a 150 break even. So if he can just not go ballistic for me, he'll drop a fair bit. Uh, So that'd leave me nine trades 
and my team set up with essentially everyone I want from about round 2021, 20, uh, you know, more conservatively, you know, adding in injuries and things that change. Hopefully I have everyone I want by about round 22 for the final six rounds with about seven trades in store, but yeah, should good. be entirely happy with my team and, yeah, very happy. Yeah, I don't want any less trades really, unnecessary trades yeah. and what I'm keeping up my sleeve because I do want them. But in saying that, it's all a little bit relative if I am struggling a bit more than I want to be. I might attack more and just go, you know what? I'm going less trades. I'm coming harder. You can do that as well. So we'll just see how it all plays out. Worth noting, Raiders, I think, also had the buy around 20. So anyone like myself who's carrying Corey Horsburgh and Tarpany, no front rowers. So that's where someone like Kepi, the gift that keeps on giving, I'll just need to play him again that week. And then someone like Kepi or Billy Smith, they can be a downgrade to enough or a 200K person, you know, afterwards if needed you don't have to get rid of them like if billy's not going that well or kevy's not going that well you don't have to be like i don't let's get rid of him that you don't play, have to play that, him. the bloke who is still playing and going <clears throat> i won't say billy smith's going half all right yeah. but he's a starter in a side that if they sort any of their shit can score we've seen him score in the season mm. can be very valuable in the back end of the season that's it and like <laughs> worth noting what he just on Billy, he based 43 on the weekend and no attacking stats. It's not bad going for a centre. Just can't jail um, attacking stats. Yeah, the Chuggies just in all sorts at the moment. So we'll see what happens there. Mm, okay, so a bit of planning there. We'll be sure to obviously talk about that more and more as the season goes on. Guys, over the next 12 months, an estimated 60% of all fixed rate mortgages are going to expire. This means that for a lot of you out there, you know what? I've been reading this for about, about a month. So it must be over the next 11 months now that they're going to expire, I reckon. Surely. I'll get Pat and George uh, to update that one for us. This means that for a lot of you out there, you haven't felt the impacts of all the consecutive rate rises that have been dominating the media talk lately. I have chatted with them about it in detail. They've told me that the clients still have a rate with a one or two in front of it. The average rate is now around 5%. What does this mean? Basically, that for a lot of people out there, their mortgage repayments are about to increase on average by an extra $737 a month. A lot of extra money you'd have to find in your budget. Pretty, uh, you know, it can be good times for a few people out there. If you haven't had a look at when your fixed rate expires, or if you're worried about when it does, give the experts, Patty and George, a call so they can get you on the best rate possible and keep more money in your po- pockets to put less stress on your finances. You'll save $129 on a free consult because you're an SC Playbook listener. So if you're getting in contact with them, make sure you mention SC Playbook to get that one. To do so, flick them a message on Instagram at Pat and George underscore SCW. They have changed their, their handle there, a bit shorter for the uh, listeners. Pat and George underscore SCW or call 02 9521 today. Otherwise, all those details plus emails are in the articles at scpaybook.com.au. Spy, hot topics for the week. The most traded in plays, a bloke we just touched on, Cameron Munster, 666K. Now, ordinarily, I would say. <laughs> I don't think he's a buy this week because the break-even's 56. He plays the best team in the competition in the Penrith Panthers. It is in Melbourne. It helps a bit, but still. And then he won't play next week due to origin. But Melbourne on the buy anyway. Yep. And then the following week, we just spoke about it, but, you know, there's still a chance that he rests. It doesn't look at the best buy, but... I feel like there's also not a lot of great buys this week. Yeah. So he's a bloke that as we look down the track and, and we're running out of trades, he's a keeper for the end of the season. He's well-priced. Like, I know in my case, I'm eyeing off this as a potential trade and I've got Phoenix Cross in there who I'm like, I just don't need there. It's the most obvious trade in my team. What do you think? I'm a bit similar with, like, Schuster sitting there uh, or Eli Katoa, mm. I could go to him. And 
as I said before, the key to doing it now is it doesn't look like the most obvious trade. It seems like a wait and see, but you can clear that logjam of what you need to do post-Origin yep. and get ahead of the game a little bit. Of Instead course, of having four players yeah. to get in post-Origin, I'll straight away have three. Exactly. And in fairness, Munster against anyone in Melbourne. I know Penrith are incredible, but it's still a good number to have this weekend. You'd back him in the game His last well. three scores against <coughs> Penrith, I don't have it in front of you, but I think two, one was at Suncorp, must have been Magic Round, and then two were in Penrith. And I think he averaged about 70-odd. Incredible. Like like seven, he, seven he, loves a, he, he loves big games and he had last weekend off. Like, yeah, pretty happy with that. Just totally off topic as well, going back to early in the show. But I said before how much I've, I've got the shits a bit about where I'm coming. Supercoach is all relative. Like, I've set my, my standards that I want to finish, you know, top 100, top 500, win it, whatever. Other people might not. Other people might be in their early seasons and you might be coming 20, 30,000. That could be a bloody good result for you. I know I do AFL and I'm coming about 30,000 and I'm stoked because that's oh, not what I do. Yeah, so yeah. don't ever listen to people when they say, oh, I'm not doing well because I'm this. And you might go, geez, I'm not even close to that. Like it's all relative, relative to you and the standard you set. Um, I just want to go really, really well. <laughs> <laughs> aim the bar high. So, mate, you're, you're <coughs> yeah, a 91st exactly. place finisher, I think it was two years ago. So why that's not it. aim high? Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, that's it. So I want to I better it. So let's go. I'll, I'll throw one at you, Spy, <laughs> and it's all this, uh, all the chat, largely for myself, that myself and let's be fair, most super coaches out there, you need Nathan Cleary and Nico Hines for the run home. They're, they're your halfbacks. Don't think twice about it. Get them in. But you look at some of the form of Sean Johnson <laughs> and Mitchell Moses. Yeah. Like... Sean Johnson has getting his numbers up here, but ton, 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 three tons uh, on the trot. The Warriors have they play next week. <clears throat> they have the buy in round twenty two. From round twenty three onwards, they have a tremendous draw, like mm. really soft draw. I didn't Mitchie Moses there, who has something like five tons in his last four tons in his last five games or something like that, with with the one low outlier score. Maybe that's not the case. Like, them two boys are going nuts. <clears throat> I think we'll get a free look at Cleary the week he's back. His SJ break three-round average of yeah. 119. Yeah, keep it going, son. My concern is, and an attacking move could be to go Nath first round back if it's against, like, the Dolphins or the Doggies around that period. But the, the, yeah, the Dolphins are <clears throat> post-origin, which mm. I think it looms potentially as that one. But you can get a week. You can have another look at Shawnee or Mitch, wherever it may be. And see how Nath looks. His price may drop. My concern is if you're running a Shawnee or a Mitch and they score 25 in, let's just say, round 23, hypothetically. Yeah. I can see them scoring a 25. And the bloke you don't have, Hines or Cleary, scores 200 and it totally ruins you. Whereas I don't see it going the other way around. Like Nico and Cleary <clears throat> don't really punch out 25 30s. They don't. Like, of course they're capable of it, but mm. SJ and Mitch are absolutely capable of it. Cleary and Mitch could just, just sorry, Cleary and Hines could destroy you in a single week. I feel that's my concern. Mm. Yeah, I mean the beauty of it is we've got a few weeks to watch it play out. Yeah, that they both should have games before Cleary comes back. I think most people probably Cleary come back from Hammy may want to to wait and see a week. But as you said, if it's a Dolphins or someone, the play could be. Much like Nico at the start of the year, when he went nuts, first came back from injury. Yeah, I might learn my lesson there. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I'll be with you. Um, in saying that, when SJ goes ton, ton, ton again, six in a row on track for a super coach record, we'll reassess at the time. And that's the point. It's just that I still think Nico and Cleary will be the two for the run home. 
but it's just just not quite as cut and dry as it as it once was. Yeah, which is good. Great, great thing. Like you're throwing that fullbacks wide open, hookers. I'm not wide open. Harry's still probably the man for the job, but your second hooker. Like it's it's a really exciting year. Of Cook's coach. not far off Harry, if not better at the moment, in my mm. opinion. Supercoach wise, just those buys hurt him. Like it's wide open, isn't it? It's good. It's I've really got good. Them both. <laughs> <laughs> Spy. Dave Vafita, 858k, break even 149, 120 on the weekend. Ah, oh boy, did the big fella make us sellers. Us de- I won't say doubters because he didn't surprise, uh, but he made us sellers pay because. They did. Yeah, the, the, he did end up losing 40 or 50k or something. It might have been, might have been a tick less, uh, and there's still the high break even. The hope was just that after playing 33 minutes after Origin 1, that he might back up with Fuhrer again, but he played the full 80 and went on a tear. <coughs> I, I'm not convinced still that he's a buy this week. I don't say it confidently, but huge break even. So if, and it's a big if for a bloke who's got, what, four or five tons on the trot, yeah. if you can go essentially sub 100 and drops a stack more cash, misses round 19 due to origin, what if he does play limited minutes and goes to the bench? For and they could flip it again. Tino could come back and play. Like his Tino didn't 70. play last week. Like they could just be rotating him, so... Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a scary watch. If you want to get attacking and it's something I will mm. run my eye over, don't hate him as a buy. Uh, but um, I think at this stage I'll probably just hold off. And yeah, but Raiders running it, running it smelly at Whitehead actually. He'll, he'll do a job on him. Whitehead and, and Jamal. I was hoping it was going to be Jack on him and Jack was going, uns, uns. No, no, Elliot will just get the, the pommy yanks down and just chop him all day. Yeah, so... Look, I'm going to wait. If he gets named to start after Origin 3, that'll be round 20. I'll get him back in that week. If he gets benched that week, <coughs> or obviously doesn't play ideally, I'll get him back the following after, week. And look, that if he is to drop 50, 100K before then, it could come in very handy, as we've just seen. So mm. you can probably punt on that a little bit. Number six, mate, Jack Howarth. The Nuff. So... We're, we're in the midst of, uh, of Nuff season, aren't we? They start coming onto the radar. Yep. Some Pelicans out there looking at Nuffs from about round four <laughs> onwards. But we are getting to the time where, as you said, Spy, people are looking to free up some cash. And, and Nuff is essentially a bottom dollar player, ideally speaking, with dual position status that you can manoeuvre around your team. I, I love having a front row forward, second row forward Nuff in there. Uh, basically to free up cash for trades elsewhere. And Jack Howarth, number six most traded in, People going this week. What are your thoughts? I'd prefer to try and find someone that could play next weekend and then drop out. That is a question, though. If anyone out there has got some ideas at mm. their club, they might come in and do a job, especially like maybe like a starting centre or something that could punch out 60, 70. I'd prefer that than they drop out after that. Otherwise, your second best option is getting a dual position player, whether it be – I think you just check your side and see what you mostly need, whether it be second row, centre. For me, I need a front row – so I do drop Ellie Katoa back down to enough. I need a front row 2RF dual. Yeah. Because then all my currently – of like Tarpany, Tohu Harris, Horsburgh, they're all stuck in the front row at the moment. Adds me bring, – brings me that flip option. So I'll probably do that. I think it's team dependent. But if I can think of someone that might play next weekend, it could be handy. Yeah, well, I mean, the big one would be when team lists come out next week and we yeah. see who gets named. Oh, easy next week, but, I mean, if you have Going to do it, early, if you have to do yeah, it now, yeah. yeah. But I agree. I, I'd i be trying to find enough who, who will have a run next week. Mm, it's got to be someone out there. We'll find someone. Miles Martin, maybe we look at in Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, Spy. 
nothing has given me greater pleasure <laughs> than to see you earmark Dallin Wittenis at Lesniak <laughs> as a buy, to have your suggestion shot down by every super coach on the planet. <laughs> Him to back up with four scores on the trot of 128, 85, 29, 175 since saying it, 720k, and few not to buy him. The only bloke who got more pleasure out of it than me was Weekly Rap co-writer Nicholas Moon. Yeah, it's, it's the difference between top 100 seasons and not, and it's decisions like those. Uh, admittedly, I did get a sarco that weekend, so... Up until last, out up until last weekend, I was like sweet as, and then last weekend he yeah. put a hungee on him, so I couldn't, I couldn't say, I couldn't believe it. The, the edge is humming. Yeah, Shawnee's playing well. Um, has certainly exceeded the expectations, though. Is it? Um, is it too late? Does this continue at seven twenty k? It's a lot of, lot of. I'm coin. way too stubborn to go now. Not in a million years yeah. would I do that. Um, in saying what that, about for those that aren't yes, stubborn, not stubborn. Yeah, I think you could buy him. I mean, he's humming. Shawnee's humming, the Warriors are humming. So, I like, I just hate jumping on after missing all those scores unless you think he's going to keep it up. He For a could, bloke with but a really poor supercoach With his history, I just, it's risky. In saying that, you look at what this Warriors side are dishing <coughs> out right now. It's a new and, side. And, and he was at the Warriors for a few years there when they were struggling. He was at the Bulldogs who were really <laughs> struggling. He's a winger. Wingers don't score well in poor teams. In you need space, don't you? Yeah. Who just runs over the top of people. Yeah. So um, it is a well, I'm not time. counting him out. I just personally can't do it. I wouldn't, but can see why. The 13th most traded in his teammate, Charles Nickel Klukstad, 762K, three-round average of 110, five-round average of 94. I just think playing fullback with that dual-seated fullback status, of the two, if I was getting one, I would go Charles ahead of DWZ. I'd prefer Charles as well. Again, it's very expensive. Like, if you're going to pay up for him... You're going to find it's going to be very hard to get in these guns after Origin. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's a bit of a miss the boat situation. You've just got to hope now that um, they don't go too, too well on in your side. I'll tell you what yeah. as well. I said that the next three to four weeks, the opposition's not ridiculous, but tough enough. I believe they have in, in no particular order, like Parramatta, the Sharks, the Raiders, some tough enough, and the Rabbitohs. Yeah, Rabbits this way. Yeah, so, so yeah. Some tough enough games there. <clears throat> but... The round 22 by, and then they come out for that head-to-head finals gun draw. Maybe that's the time to target them, hopefully at a reduced rate. <laughs> but, reduced rate. but with the big score in their three-round average, they might get too much cheaper. So I haven't had a full catch-up on the bloke potty just yet. Can we throw to Maddie with South? What's, what's the story defensively? They'll fix it up soon or what? What are you thinking? Well, I hope so. But yeah. as, I, <laughs> as I mentioned on the bloke pod, South were conceding 13 points a game from rounds 1 to 11. Yeah. Since then, it's been 32. That's a remarkable, remarkable plummet. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where it comes from because, like, South had Latrell and Jairo out last week. Latrell doesn't stop six tries going in and Jairo's one player. So, they we know they can do it. It's just a matter of when's it going to click for them. When is the question, is it? I think it's definitely going to happen. They'll be thereabouts come finals time. But is it this weekend? Is it three weeks as an SJ owner? Hopefully not this weekend, but, yeah. Looking forward to that game Friday. Should be it, good. It's, it's, uh, I tip the Warriors, actually, only because it's tough to have a five-day... South have a five-day turnaround going into New Zealand. The game was sold out five days in advance. It just screams Warriors to me. Yeah, Matty so. was stoked with the scheduling yesterday when we had a chat about it. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I can't wait for it, though. Friday. So Friday, Friday night's going to be mad. It's got that game straight yeah. into uh, Melbourne, Penrith. Yeah, crack Feet up, let's do it. 
Spy Scotty Drinkwater. Holy mackerel. I, again, I'm, I'm not, no one that I say I got super close to buying because I didn't, but uh, early on this season, I think I did the, maybe the final word article whilst I'd been off for a week and said super pod at like 0% ownership, Scotty Drinkwater. He's got a fire run average of 110, <coughs> break even of 63. Like, we talk about rollercoaster with him because he had that one-point game back in round two against Brisbane. But since then, I think his low score has been 44. Mm. And last year he did the same. Yeah, we said there's nothing rollercoaster about that. And the thing about Drinkwater is, <clears throat> firstly, he's been doing that in a really poor Cowboys outfit this season who seemingly have turned a massive corner. They've got troops back. But if he does punch out a 20, I feel like he's just as likely to get 120 the week after and just balances out with him. Just roll it. Roll with it. So at 892k, talk about the ship sailing, but he's the eighth most trading player in a fullback position that has now lost Tom Trebojevic. Latrell Mitchell's not due back till about round 21. How does he come back? Wide open. We had a good chat out for that last week, but Scotty Drinkwater, like... If you just forgot the money for a moment, I'd say get on. Just because the only reason I wasn't on Scotty, cause, which is a bit frustrating because he's probably my second favourite player in the comp behind SJ. Mm. So I'm always a tendency to go for the guys that you really want to see do well. It's because they, he got that one and the Warriors, sorry, the Cowboys weren't playing great footy, so I couldn't justify it at the time. We know he's capable, but he has exceeded above expectations. His running game, like, I love it. He's a small fella, but he's just running so powerfully and just through the line, not trying to dance around people. He's going through it's the line, it. and he did it last year, started it last year. I love it. Um, but at yeah. 900k, Big yeah, in saying all that, couldn't go near him now. But I mean, if for some reason you're stacked with cash and you've had a little look at your plan and you're happy you can get everyone in with Scotty Drinkwater, go for it. But it's going to be hard. Mm. Spy one that uh, pricked my interest, Brendan Piakura. Jordan Ricky's out long term, six to eight weeks. Uh, not a massive impact on him, but Tom Flegler's also out for a bit of a stint. Piakura, who Kurt Cable stayed out for a couple of weeks as well, he <coughs> might have locked in an 80-minute roll on the edge for Brisbane anyway. As far as I'm concerned, that orbit assures him an 80-minute edge roll with the Brisbane Broncos, one of the best teams in the NRL. He's at 289k with a negative three break even. Looks pretty good to me. Yeah, what have I written down here? Where is he? So looking at him, he's... His numbers in a small sample size haven't been great. Like, he played 80 minutes on the weekend, scored 48, only had 36 in base, which for an 80-minute back rower is not good. And his games prior to that, his base also quite ordinary, but minutes were limited. So, round 13, 52 minutes, he scored 15 points with 17 in base. Round 14, 51 minutes, 30 points, 24 in base. Like, I don't think we can expect to get a big work rate back row in, but at the price, money to be made, great role, great club, attacking upside. He looks pretty good. He's got 50 in 28 minutes in round 15. So he's, he's yeah, got, but got he, some attacking. He scored, there's a lot of attacking stats. Yeah. Like he that's right, he's, he's capable of that yeah, though, yeah. we've seen. So yeah, I think it's all team dependent. For me, do I want to use a trade to pair Cura? What's he at at the moment? Did you say what 289K. Price? 289. 
Meg three break even. So you also probably don't want to wait much further past this week. Mm. This is where planning can hurt sometimes because I've just looked up that I need 400k spare. Yeah. So I sort of want to go Ellie Katoa down to someone 200 to maximise that. But then you go for 80k more, get Pierre Cura in, he'll make some money, he's a viable play option at in stages. In that instant, scrap your enough shit and get <coughs> a starting edge 80 minute back row for the Brisbane Broncos. I know 80 to 90k is important, but... And then in three weeks, he's hopefully worth another 130, then you nuff him down. So He could kill it and keep that status up for the rest of the season. <coughs> exactly. So yeah, for me, huge option and... One to look out for me for Ellie Katoa, for sure. I own, and a lot of people out there own at least one of Zach Hosking or Tyron Peachy. I've mm-hmm. still got them both in the back row. So, very, very sneaky little buy. Most traded yeah. out players by Josh Schuster. <coughs> I also flicked him last week. Very happy to part ways with him in the uh, Supercoach terms. I think he's got points in him, the shoe, but... Very hard to trust. 400k, break even 68, dropped 30-odd k last week. Might have been a bit mm. more... You just can't play him with any confidence. He'll have his decent scores. Oh, you can't be. You, know, you might not have to play him. You might just be on your bench, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Jareen Buller, fourth most trade-out player, 711k, break-even 100. I'm an owner. <clears throat> Why in the world would you be trading this week if you held through last week's buy? Definitely hold. I guess people are looking at maybe drinky. Maybe drinks. But... T- Buller's also coming off two or three hundred, so... At 200k cheaper yeah. than Drinky, plays the buy next week. And Definitely around 20, which is, will always be a little bit tricky as well. For sure. And let's see, he's just gone, I think, ton, ton. Ton, ton, ton. And then he had a... 45 against Melbourne. Yeah. Which is fine. It's going to happen. I just don't see why you'd be trading this yeah. week if you yeah, had for me, let's see how he goes. Young kid, he might keep pressing on. Um, what, plays what? next week. Could ton up in the major buy yeah. round. Definitely hell, guys. I'm holding him this yeah. week. Obviously around <clears> 19... Pending, unless he has like genuine stinkers, probably around 20 as well with players out. But if numbers look okay, then maybe trade there and just work out which fullback I want in. Yeah, he could. It's probably less than likely, but he could end up a fullback keeper if Carnage ensues and you just keep him there. Like, and that's it's not the thing, out of the question. That's the thing. Sure, Appy and Brooks are out for the time being, but it's not ideal for him. But he also could get far more involved in attack. Mm. So we'll see. Spy, my other fullback, James Tedesco. Number six most traded out player, mm. 707k. It's a tough one because, look, if Latrell's fit and uh, Tommy Turbo's fit, you're going, all right, well, they're the blokes you want in your team ahead of Teddy at the moment because he didn't look great on the weekend, hasn't looked great in origin, but prior to the 32 on the weekend where it wasn't a great game, He's got 66 against Penrith in a well-beaten side before that and had back-to-back 118s the weeks before that. So the buy next round, I think I'm going to give him this week against Manly at Brookie. Hold on to him there. Reassess. He does have a break-even of 138. I can see why people would be selling this week. I just don't really know who to. As I said, it's what, close to 200k to go up to Drinky. We've got a good trade for him. Uh, that does form part of, part of some plans. I don't mind it. Who's your good trade for him? I mean, don't forget that you've got plenty of centres who are available at um, you can flip or back. So I've been doing that a little bit the last few weeks. Yeah. You might be able to get a centre in, a back rower in, so there's options. Um, the price tag is what's scary in terms of break-even. If you punch out 40 again, he loses, what, another 80, 90, which hurts. But Manly, uh, not going all that well themselves. He could be just as well come out and score mm. 80 to a tonne, so... 
I think it's a real tricky one for owners. To it be is honest. a tricky one. Yeah. And what makes it trickier <clears throat> is for like for, I know for my side, if I had seventeen like comfortable guns this week, I like all right, okay, I can flip Teddy. <clears throat> but like I own three Parramatta players, so like guns who are sitting out of my side yeah. this week, so it doesn't make it easy. But I'm, I'm certainly. I don't know, and it's so hard to say, but I'd lean towards trade if you can and if you've got a decent option. Don't just do it willy-nilly. Yeah. If there's a decent option, I'd say go I'm leaning it. towards Hull because, like I said, <coughs> if it was maybe like a – I mean, I could get a back row or something for him, but my CT was pretty stacked at the moment. I just you could know. go, like, if you don't own Mulatalo, for example. Yeah. Ahead of, like, they've got Saints this week. Then they play the bye round next week. Teddy to Mulatalo, Garrett to the back makes sense to me. Yeah, like play that. that maybe. So yeah, it is a tough one. I'm leaning towards holding, and uh, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in Teddy. Maddie, throw to you quickly, mate. <coughs> Tedesco, super coach wise, his form outside of last week it had been pretty good. You know, the thing about Teddy is super coach form doesn't. Sorry, NRL form doesn't necessarily have to entirely um, translate to super coach points. Do you think he can rediscover his super coach gold, or do you think it's just cut ties with him because? His form hasn't been great. Roosters are trash at the moment. Unfortunately for Teddy, his, his form seems to be actually getting worse. Like that game against Canberra was, I'd probably say easily his worst of the season up there with the Penrith game. And it's 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 just, he's, he's played with so much confidence his whole career. It just seems like he doesn't have that at the moment. So um, whilst that kind of decline is happening, I, I probably wouldn't be going anywhere yeah. near it. Yes. The... Uh Head says sell, the heart says give the big boy another week, but it's oh, uh, Spy, number seven, Reese Walsh. He'll be probably doing his hearing <coughs> as we record right now. Uh, you're an owner, mate. What are your plans with him around the result? Of, obviously, if he's he had a stinker last week, <coughs> but if he's cleared, you just stick strong with him. Give us some time frames around weeks out that you'd be selling. Yeah, desperate to hold given sort of, you know, trades starting to run low once we get the big boys back in. I kind of want to buy Reese Walsh, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, he's cheap. The issue is, if you sell him now, he's sort of not at great value after a couple of quiet weeks. If Walsh gets cleared, mm-hmm. 630k is cheap. I could go Teddy to Walsh. It's a great buy, I reckon. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so see what happens there. For me, anything one to two games, I'll definitely be holding. Like, no doubt about yeah. it. Um, if we're talking four plus... Had a quick look. Then your jaw's starting to get skinny towards the back Four end of plus the year. a long time. There is a buy in there. I mean, it keeps happening. I keep having to sell guns. I don't really want to sell all of them. But, I mean, if I'm selling him, he won't be coming back in, I guess. So yep. it's just one trade. Yeah. Um, so probably that three to four mark, will, I'll be questioning. Looking like sell. Yeah. <clears throat> Ruben Garrick, 779k. Break even 172. In that loss, heavy <clears throat> defeat to Melbourne. He got shifted to fullback. <clears throat> Scored early to mid-60s. He had 20 runs, seven tackle breaks, a <laughs> couple of offloads. As I said before, Manly had a stack of players back. His dual position, which you said before, has been... Uh, it's been Because fullback hasn't been lock and load, you need two-gun fullbacks as such this year, like we haven't seen for a number of years. It's been very handy, been able to shift him to fullback at mm. times, I know, for a lot of coaches. I know he's got the massive break even, but I, I think at fullback, provided he keeps a spot, he's a season keeper, isn't he? I've got two ways of looking at this. One, he averaged 76 last year at fullback. He also carried a hit pointer through about two or three yeah. weeks there. He was a bit unders and scored some 40s. I think he potentially didn't even kick goals for a period <clears> there because of it. I can't remember, but yeah, it wasn't as yeah. little bit of a question mark. But he's got plenty of tons in him. 
he looks so fit and healthy at the moment. So he's just going to be so busy like the weekend. Attacking stats will come. So I can't see why he can't average more than 76 based on last year and maybe push that 80. So as soon as I went through that, I was like, it's, it's pretty hard to sell him. You could pot him at that price. You could. Uh, his break-even's massive. And, if and then if he goes 40-40, <coughs> you know, not only do you get the, the dud scores out, but you also about 150, 200K. A lot of ca- cash. So like if you were to, not necessarily enough Garrick, but say you went to Peakura or Mulatalo for 200K, any of those sort of guys, mm. a lot of money. Um, I just think he's really reliable and you'll probably find you're a bit short in the centres if you do sell him. I had a little look at that anti-pod play, the Savo. And I was just a little bit question mark on how my centers then looked. He's just such a rock in that position. It's a so, luxury trade. Yeah, it's a real luxury trade. If you really want to take a punt, maybe it comes off. But the beauty of Garrick is his work rate with tackle busts, offloads, and goal kicking doesn't have to do much to score. Sixties well. last week without <coughs> a major attacking stat down in Melbourne in the side that got pumped with yeah. half their team out. You're not relying on attack, so yeah. Saying that he's a hold, but if you want to be real aggressive, yeah. maybe there's a chance there at the current price. Spy mentioned Sean Johnson, his form earlier. Mitch Moses, 12th most sold player, 840k. I'm an owner. Paramount on the buy this week. He's passed six scores 118, 89, 95, 130, 17, and 147. You don't sell that, do you? Mm. Like, if, if he doesn't get picked for Origin, actually, like they could go easily go nick out seven for the Blues. They definitely could. Could. Like Mitchy Moses, you've got a gun. He's probably your captain next week. And then he plays Titans round 20, so hold for sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there was some talk about maybe going to an SJ and riding that price rise in the next two weeks where you know he's playing. I don't hate that logic at all. Yeah, but Mitch Mose has the same price rise. Oh, just, I mean, Shawnee will play definitely the next three games. Yeah, yeah. Mitch might play yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitch yeah. could play one or none. So <coughs> yeah, that's, sorry, that's, that's I, I, I see that, yeah. Yeah. But still no. <coughs> and lucky last, number 14, most traded-out player, Alex Johnston, 616K, break-even 133. Firstly, great antipod opportunity. <coughs> I, I do see it. But I also think the bunnies come good. He plays next week. Sure, he'll drop a bit of cash. But I think worst case with Alex Johnston... He's a pick on matchup game for the rest mm. of the season as a fifth CT dub. Worst case. I love him as that fifth option where yeah. you just plug him in. If they're playing Penrith in Penrith or something or whatever, the hardest game to play is him. just sit in. Yeah, he does have two buys, two buys in 20 and 26. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not against a sell if you've got something you want to do there. Um, for example, again, I brought up Mulatalo a bit, but if you want to go AJ to Mulatalo because you've got no one else, I think that's fine. Uh, but he's a pretty good hold as well. Latrell will be back. South will fly home. I'm just so confident in that. So, yeah. Guys, the better yeah. SC playbook special this week. Valentine Holmes, 50-plus official fancy points into a Scott Drinkwater try at $3.50. The only place, the only bookie you'll find offering fancy NRL markets. <coughs> Excuse me. Link to that market is in our YouTube description or across our social channels. Uh, we'll be out there on the social channels tomorrow, I should say. So if you are interested, please use those links to let's better know that we sent you. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Spy, round 18 trades and skippers, mate. Hit me. <clears throat> trades, interesting. As I've sort of mentioned it throughout, I'm not quite sure how I approach it, but something around Eli Katoa looks the most likely option. Could just be him down to Piakura. And then... Schuster to Munster could be on. Just get ahead of that logjam mm. post-origin. Um, they're both in the plan, so I'm not doing extra trades. I'm just doing them a little bit earlier than I probably would have. So have a look around that. 
I've just noted Fafita here as someone I could look at mm. into Canberra. I probably won't go there. Munster looks the most likely. Or I could do nothing as well. It was yeah. sort of reassessed, but that's sort of where my head's at at the moment. Skipper-wise, <clears throat> 1 billion percent Nico Hines. Not even <laughs> questioning that. Like People get real caught up <coughs> in this Thursday captain thing. Like, at the end of the day, you pick your captain who's going to score the most points. The only reason I don't like captaining someone Thursday is because if he goes poorly, it ruins your weekend. It's got nothing to do with tactics in Supercoach. I like that he's Thursday night this week because <coughs> we'll hopefully scare a few people off. Yeah, so if you're clipping this up, uh, don't captain him Thursday because it's the first game. No jokes. Um, yeah, no, for me, straight straight C. Can as. I'm eyeing a potential <coughs> move of Phoenix Crossland to Cameron Munster. <coughs> Pardon me. And... As a second trade, I said, I'm also in a position where I potentially don't trade. I think I'll use one, but as it stands, if I do the cross in a month's trade, I still don't have a back rower. So <coughs> I, I could flip like uh, someone like Billy Smith at CT Darba and move Peach down just for the week and get Pia Kura in that way and, mm-hmm. and have another back rower. But um, because I've got back rowers on the buy, I, I am short. So... But looking at Crossland and Munster, Hosking or Peachy to Piakura, <clears throat> what that'll do is I don't I'll probably use one trade next week, pending, you know, anything bad or you know, something going amiss. Yep. But hopefully in one trade next week and it'll leave me as it stands, still about four hundred K in the bank. And a boost to make some big players around twenty, round twenty one. Come out swinging. Yeah, and skipper I'm with you, mate. Nico Hines, I'm not overthinking it. <clears throat> Could be a massacre. Gee, I hope so. Mm. I want two things in Supercoach this week. Nico, 200 and 300. Mm. No, nah, 200 for Nico and a Connolly Lamorelli line break. I don't care about eight minutes. I just want to see a line break from the big fella. Back to his best Stop after that. I knocked him. Sorry, mate. So this I do love the following you. week. <laughs> and um, just back to his best. Spy, a few questions before <coughs> we wrap it up. First one from Julian Aguilero. Says he's dead in his head-to-head comp. He's 40K rank overall. What are some spicy trades I can make to make the last few rounds enjoyable? I mean, my only advice to Julian would be that, you know, set your sights on your... Get your black book out for 2024. Have some fun with the rest of this season. Go for those one percenters that, that can hit 150 on the day, then big ones that no one owns, and just just throw the book out. Have a bit of fun. Yeah, I'm mates with Jules, actually. don't know if you know that. So mm. we'll have a chat, mate. Before Friday and see if we can come up with something spicy. But maybe save it for next week when I've got more time and we'll come up with an absolute whirlwind trade or two uh, for the run home. But surely, are you a mathematical chance? That's going to be my first question to you because if you can still make it, don't you head head. Yeah, Surely can't be that good. There's a fair way to go. It's been a tough year for him, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> question from Shay Jordan. What are the two best fullbacks for the run home and when is Matty Ryan coming on? Look, we've spoken about part one of it. Matty Ryan... He's had a couple of games against Leo Messi, you know, rates himself a bit. Now, instead of coming home in his off-season break from uh, the Socceroos, he's, I think he's brushed us for New York or somewhere, yes. some big trip. And so the period that we're going to get on for the potty is just, you know, got better things to do, Spy. Yeah, it's funny. He's been to the World Cup, a few clean sheets. He's ahead of me again. Not by much. I'm still coming. I'll just have to finish <laughs> the year in much. front of him. He's going, Maddie's going good this year. Yeah, maybe I'm not going too bad then. I'm yeah, about one, maybe you're not going too bad. I'm about 150. Matt, Maddie's going well. He's going well, real well. Need him um, so, no, while he's in front, he's dead to me. So, just enjoy <laughs> New York, mate. And no doubt we'll be talking before the weekend. Fullbacks? Probably whoever you've got at the moment. Let's just ride yeah, through we've Origin. About fullbacks. Uh, I've, I've written down. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. I. He's uh, 
if he's back here at any stage, we'll get him on. Don't worry about that. Question from Anthony. Are we sleepy on Will Kennedy? Woeful Dragons and Tigers next couple of weeks, then a great run home. With the elite fullbacks dropping out, seems like a solid option to lock in for the rest of the season. I mean, it's a fair shout in the fact that the, the Sharkies have completed their buys, as have the Titans. Uh, I don't think there's anyone else who has. The Doggies may have completed all their buys. Anyway, Will Kennedy, we know he's got some upside... Rock-solid scorer. I don't know if he maybe has the ceiling of some of the other options available, but we've just said that we struggle to make a case for a lot. What do you think? It's actually a fair share. He's averaging 70. Yeah. Uh, sharks are flying, especially in, in matchups. they win easily. Which yeah, got they're a not few flying. They're, they're flying in soft. Supercoach was. Yeah. 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 Supercoach Um He's got 106, 96, 99, 98 this year. So essentially four tonnes. Good enough for me. That's pretty good. Plays the bye next week. Saints this week. Actually, it's not a bad shout. Mm. If Reese does go down, maybe I'll take a fire on Will Kens. Will Kennedy. Mm. Not for <coughs> me, but uh, I can probably see not the, run home. Uh, though. I, I can see the case you're making. Yeah, yeah, I mean, probably more short term. But yeah. Question from Arn Naguyan: Drinky or CNK? If you could, had to pick one. A drinky at nine hundred. I don't think he. I just don't know how he can afford it. CNK is like, what, 760 as well, though. So is you're paying 140k less. Drinky, because I love him. I think I think because <laughs> they're both so overpriced at the moment that I'd nearly go drinky of the two. Mm. Find that extra bit of cash. If, if you're going hard, drinky. Yeah. Question from Lyle Lord is Nick Meany, Toronto, Molitalo, luxury or a smart move? Spy, I think we both Molitalo owners. Quite happy about it. Love him for the upside with those games we mentioned previously, but... Nick Meany hasn't done much wrong this season. Melbourne won well last weekend. Meany, unfortunately for anyone who brought in, Guru captained him. Uh, <laughs> and he's got about 40 points. Just couldn't find the attacking stats. But I don't think Nick Meany's done anything to suggest that he's a trade. Yeah, I, I, I'd like Mulatalo this week mm. if you don't own him. Uh, ideally, you'd go someone else to Mulatalo yeah. if you can. It's a if real luxury trade, as yeah. he mentioned in the question. But... He also he has Saints in the round 19. They play the major buy. That's two pretty key matchups. Therefore, I actually don't hate it if that's your only avenue to Mulatello. NRL Supercoach GPT. Uh, either of Ramian or Sione Katoa are solid enough buy over Mulatello. Obviously, looking at the price point there, both players who have averaged well in the past. <clears throat> Look, they're definite options because they're a fair bit cheaper than Mulatello. I think they're about 100 to 150k cheaper. I just think the Shark, last year their, their attack was so balanced both sides. It still is, but this year there's a lot more focus on the left edge, which is quite dominant. So I would still pay that up the extra for Mulitalo. I definitely would. Um, but out of the two, if you need that cheaper option, probably Remy in at 450 is very reasonable price. Yeah, he's sneaky. He's yeah. sneaky. All right, NRL Finsider. Payne Haas versus Adam Fanua Blake. I wanted Haas, but AFB has comparable numbers and plays more over the next month. For 30k more, thoughts on AFB. Round 22, NZ buy, he can go up to Haas. <clears throat> I mean, I think firstly, if you're getting AFB over Haas now, you probably just stick by it. I don't know if you'd need to do it round 22. Mm. But it, it's a fair shout. AFB hasn't put a foot wrong, and we're all talking Tino and Haas. What about AFB? Yeah, again, plays next weekend, round 19, mm. huge. I think the Broncos have a couple of buyers for the run home. Do they? Uh, let me just check that one because if they do, the Broncos, yeah, two more, nineteen and I'll run through on round nineteen though. You know, you yeah. can house for that. Yeah, couple extra games. I don't hate it. I'll still probably for house if you can cover round nineteen, but yeah, not 
Not totally. I prefer Haas. Yeah, yeah agreed. <coughs> if you can cover nineteen, but AFB keeps punching out massive numbers. Yeah. And if it's an extra number for you next week, I, I don't mind it at all. Question from Jeff Fletcher, dear <coughs> Timothy, is Sonny Luke worth enough just to get rid of the AE? I'll <laughs> take this one uh, because you've sort of we saw, you spoke about it before your situation, Spy. But <coughs> I look, I think if you can get another hooker in, gun hooker, even just quality hooker to partner, whether it's Damian Cook or Harry Grant, I think Harry Cook's your man. Get Harry Grant in. Doesn't have to be this week, but even like from after Origin 3, so around 20. Because if your hooker goes down at any point and you're stuck with Sonny Luke or enough, you're stuffed. So I just think you need to try be trying to run a, a two-pronged combo and attack there. And they're both obviously very playable at, at number nine. Well, I think the reason I want to go to Harry with his run home of no buyers from round 20 and mm. just keep Sonny there is if Harry does go down... I'd have to use a trade. That's why I'm keeping trades up the sleeve for situations like that. Otherwise, I'd just use all my trades. I wouldn't need them. So I think I don't mind that. I just, yeah. Reed Money or someone's quite cheap, plays the buyer. So it's not going to throw you out too much. I just don't want to do it and then go, oh, can't afford for feeder and Munster in round 21. I can't get them. Like, that would hurt so yeah. much more than just having Sonny as a pain in the bum on the, on the bench there who could drop out anyway. He hasn't played every game. Yeah. Spy, I might wrap that one up for the SC Playbook round. What are we? Round 18 podcast. Mate, I'm having a bit of a spell the next two weeks. Going on a, a little mid-season holiday. Recharge the batteries. Been podcasting since I think the uh, the start of last cricket season, about October. So Busy, man. Timo's buy period. Um, are you a hold or a sell over the period, do you think? I'm absolutely a hold, mate. <laughs> I'm top dollar, but I'm a hold. <laughs> yeah, right. No, you enjoy that, mate. We'll, if, uh, if you sell me, it'll be like, it'll, I'll do what Dave Fafita did to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, yeah. mate, I'll be leaving it in, in <clears throat> capable hands. All the SC Playbook content is going to be, as per program, beers and break-evens. SC Playbook podcast will be hosted by Maxi Bryden, <clears throat> Supercoach Gunn. Uh, he's, he's hosted the podcast before in my absence. Absolute legend. You'll be on the potty. We'll have other people on. So, as per program, all the articles on site were the same as. So, nothing will change. Just won't be my voice, which, to be honest, mate, be probably a pretty welcome, <laughs> uh, welcome for our listeners. That's it, mate. Now you enjoy the holiday. We'll hold the fort and reassemble in a couple of weeks. Happy days. Enjoy the trip. I will be doing the listener question and answer podcast uh, from overseas. So make sure to get the thoughts, the trades, all that sort of stuff in there. So happy days. Anyway, guys, good luck this weekend. Cheers for listening. It's noticed Kepi's been dropped. There you go.